in my time at Kilmarnock Football Club. I'm sorry I didn't win you a trophy. But I'm telling you now, as I stand here in front of three stands with Kilmarnock supporters, bye-bye Rangers. And next season, next season, make sure when they come, it's bye-bye Celtic as well. Because this is Kilmarnock. This belongs to you. And the most important thing, I said no trophy. For me, I take this. This is my trophy. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, he's given us a clock back. So Steve oh! And this is the penalty that will take Trevor Chalice and Shrewsbury back into the football league. And he makes it. Seeds of absolute jubilation around vast areas of the Britannia Stadium and Shrewsbury Town under Jimmy Quinn have made the quickest possible return to the Football League and it's they who will join Chester City in the third division next season. Listening to the Killy Shrew View podcast, the home of two clubs, one love, Shrewsbury Town and Kilmarnock FC. Hello there, and welcome back, listeners, to another series of Two Clubs, One Love, the Killy Shrew View. Hope you all had a good rest from the football, and I hope you're raring to get back. Season tickets at the go. Um, if you're not a season ticket holder and you're hoping to go to the old game, first away game, the fixtures are out now. Uh, there's plenty to talk about, plenty of transfer activity as well. Um, so what we are going to be doing today, we are going to be talking about a list of topics. Uh, and this one is going to be based around uh, holidays. So uh, as people that follow me uh, at Sloping Killy will know, I've just come back from Ben Madden and uh, obviously Kilmarnock are currently in Spain as well, uh, and Shrewsbury will be heading out there on Saturday. Um, so that will be the main subject to start off with. Um, before I talk about everything else, uh, we better introduce uh, our co-host as well. Um, so apart from myself, Martin Wall, uh, we also have R- Rob as well, Rob Hartley, uh, Boxing Shrew. Um, so Rob, how are we? Mate, I've missed your voice. How are you doing? Oh, not bad, not bad. I am absolutely buzzing to get back to doing this again. Um, I know. I've been itching to get to it. Um, you know, I had, a, I had a look back like after last season and, and tried to see what we could tweak and obviously had conversations with yourself. Yeah. Uh, and I was quite excited last week when I was listening to one or two podcasts myself and, yeah, I can't wait to get back into ours and get in the groove again. Yeah, um, yeah. And things have accelerated quickly at Shrewsbury, um, as, well, as well as Kilmarnock. You know, there's um, a, a mix of you know things happening. Um, but I mean, where do we start? Where do oh, we well, start? Well, well, this time last week when we we said we were going to be doing this, um, I'll be honest, I didn't have a lot written down. Um, but like you say, um, I just had Jordan Shipley written down, and and that was pretty much <laughs> it. So, um, but yeah, it's it's escalated a lot in the last few days, and um, um, a lot to be excited about. Um, I'm trying not yeah. to get too carried away, like I think some people are, but um, yeah, some good stuff going on. It's hard not to at Shrewsbury and also at Kilmarnock, yeah. uh, which I mean, 
so the listeners there that are listening after season two, as you're previously, uh, when you tuned into, we, we sort of did a mix and it was mainly Shrewsbury and then I would do the old Killy one. It's Kilmarnock and Shrewsbury, two clubs, one love. So Rob is going to know more about Scottish football because uh, we're going to be talking about Kilmarnock and Shrewsbury on the same one every week. Um, you know, I'm a season ticket holder this year. Uh, one of 4,000 that um, was announced so the latest figures five, today. Yeah, and there's another four weeks till kickoff. So uh, we'd like to see that get up to 5,000. Um, now, it doesn't seem a lot compared to other clubs, but in comparison to other clubs in, in the town, it's, it's a it's a good achievement in, in the current crisis, you know, with cost of living. Mm. Uh, you know, 4,000 fans getting in their pockets deep and there's loads more that will probably be joining that. So it's it's fantastic news. And yeah, I mean, I'm great to be, glad to be a season ticket holder uh, once again. Um, so, you know, to the listeners out there, I'll be concentrating on the Kilmarnock side of things. Um, and then I'll be obviously sharing my thoughts with Rob. Rob, you're a season ticket holder once again at uh, Shrewsbury. For your I sins, am. you would have fought until the recent signings, which now I know. Really I know, yeah. It suddenly looks much more value for money, doesn't it? Um, just just <clears> touching <throat> on the Kelly stuff as well, I think that, um, that that's great for a month out to be at 4,000 season tickets. But I just think your average gate will, will rock it up as well. The fact you got promoted, um, you know, yeah. it's the... You got the big boys coming, haven't you? Um, yeah, the, the feel good factors back. That's, that's yeah. the main thing. Yeah, exactly. And, and I'm not just talking Rangers and Celtic because that goes without saying. But you know, you've got some bloody big clubs up there, and um, that average gate is gonna is gonna shoot up, and um, hopefully the club will see the benefit. You know. Yeah, no, most definitely, and, and it's great to be back because I mean, after one season out, um, it, it was important to you know it was it was imperative to get back in. Doesn't matter how we did yeah. it, um, it, you know. And Commander fans listening will will agree that it was not pretty at times. It was it was dreadful. Um, even when McInnes came in, um, you know, it took a while to sort of adjust to it. But on the back of that, we finished the season winning the title at home and we also have won seven on the bounce at home. So going into next season, um, you know, great momentum. Keep that momentum of home form going. We start at home. Uh, we've got the flag uh, parade and all that, you know, as champions. Um, so it's going to be an absolute buzz um, for Dundee United uh, come, you know, that, that, that kickoff. They reckon they're bringing the, the, their way and they're going to pack it out. I mean, they played in the cup against us and couldn't even sell 2,000. So <laughs> they're going to sell 4,000 and hats off to them. But, um, Good luck, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, we'll we'll have a big crowd there anyway and it's going to it's gonna be certainly going to be a big day. Now, before we crack on and we talk about this, that and the other, as I mentioned, let's go quickly run through what we're going to be talking about. Um, and I've sort of picked some key features and... And obviously, we will discuss certain bits that have uh, been on the Twitter today, uh, especially with Shrewsbury. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, holidays abroad, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about stories of the past, uh, spotting rivals, um, getting chatty with maybe rival fans. Yeah. Um, just just any stories. Like, and uh, I, I mean, I mentioned to you last week and you said you've got a few. So mm. it'll be interesting to, uh, to see what you've got. I've also got a few as well. Um, we'll talk about the, the Spanish connection with uh, obviously both teams being in Spain um, this week and next week. Uh, we'll also talk about obviously the fixtures that have come out, uh, season expectations between both clubs, uh, latest news from Ayrshire and Shropshire, uh, the, the Qatar cancellation, uh, which has had a bit of a um, you know a bit of a knock-on effect uh, with the fan base at Shrewsbury uh, yeah. with the 
LGBT um, thing as well. So we'll be talking about that. And then I've identified a player from each side to sort of talk about. Uh, so Lewis Mayo, who signed on loan from Rangers, young centre-back. Uh, we'll be chatting about him. And we'll also be sharing our thoughts on Shay Dunkley from Sheffield Wednesday. Um, so it's a great acquisition there for Shrewsbury as well. Um, so really, that we're going to try and squeeze that in uh, to, what, 45 minutes to an hour, we said. I mean, uh, we'll see how that goes. We are, we are going to try and keep it to an hour uh, tops because, you know, when it goes over an hour, you know, you, you, it can become a bit of a drag trying to listen to it all at once. So we're going to try and keep it and squeeze it in that time. Um, but yeah, I mean, before we, we crack on and talk about the, the football side of things, Rob, what, what have you been up to this this summer? So well, I, I haven't had a holiday yet. Mine's later this year, but um, um, yeah, just been busy with work, really. Um, it's not as boring as that sounds. Um, I, I did get a weekend away. I went to the Champions League final in Paris, um, right. which was... Um, was mega as you know I, I follow Liverpool as well and um, yep. uh, we managed to get um, a couple of tickets and that was amazing um, you get in Matt, didn't get tear gassed or anything though <laughs> we, we got very very lucky um, uh, you got very lucky we, we arrived three hours before kickoff and, and got in no problem there was very little crowds and no trouble at all um, but then the next morning we spoke to a few guys in a cafe um, who arrived 15 minutes after us so what's that two, two hours 45 before kickoff and they just about made half time so we got we got very very lucky. Um, okay. I saw saw all the trouble because um, with some of these um, European stadiums, you can you can go out the back and once you've gone through, you can come and go from a stadium so long as you don't leave the gates. Um, and when the, the kickoff was delayed, we went out there and um, yeah, it weren't very nice to be honest. Man, I'd rather not go into it because of what people uh, had to go no, through. No. But, uh, but no, put it this no. way, you saw a lot of people upset and in serious pain and discomfort, so it wasn't wasn't nice. Um, but um, but the whole the whole experience of going to the game and the fan park was was incredible, uh, absolutely incredible. And um, I was only there for a day or two, and um, I got very burned. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was I was Spain. Yeah, Spain was fantastic. Uh, apart from when I took took ill, uh, managed to I don't know I don't know what it was. Um, my, my daughter was ill, my wife was ill. And then I was like, I've not been sympathetic, right? Um, <laughs> and then I think the next morning I woke up on the like, Thursday and I was throwing my guts up and I was the worst of a lot. And and then they were being so nice about it and I felt so bad. Yeah, I know. It must, yeah, I was going to say, definitely karma. But you know what, right? <laughs> Fair play. Rock as gold. My wife, she was brilliant. And the daughter was like, she's like, oh, you're okay. We need, you need to look after you. And she, she was great. But um, I kept myself busy. I listened to a couple of podcasts, um, yeah. sort of uh, kept refreshing the Twitter page and hope that Shrewsbury would sign someone <laughs> or Kilmarnock yeah. would sign someone. And yeah, it was um, it was one of those sort of holidays, really, where it was all right in bits and stages, but um, it was a bit disappointing because I fell ill. But I've been there loads of times and I'll be going back again next year. And we're already looking at booking for two weeks this time. So yeah. Um, yeah. But um, class. I was quite annoyed, really, because I booked it. Um, and then, obviously, Kilmarnock uh, are now in Spain in a minute. And they're literally yeah. 45 minutes, uh, 45 miles down the down the coast on the Costa del Sol near Marbella, uh, where I was staying. So, you know, you I, went I, to I, was know, bed, I was in bed now mad, like, and I was like, oh, <laughs> going to stretch another week, you know, just to see the boys train and play. But yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, they actually uh, played the uh, Red Imps, uh, Lincoln Red Imps. Uh, oh, yeah. Famously, beat Celtic in their championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we played them. 
uh, and drew two each. And then we have got Charlton tomorrow at 10 a.m. Oh, wow. So, nice. where's that? Um, in Spain as well. So, oh, right, back there as well. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, it'd be good to see how Charlton are, you know, being a Shrewsbury uh, oh, yeah. fan as well. But to, to Killy Scouts, yeah, Killy Scouts, yeah, exactly. So, we'll see, see what they're all about, and uh, I can report back in the next podcast. It's yeah. uh, on live on Charlton TV, um, six, six pound it is if you want to watch it. That's sweet, uh, that's good, that, isn't it? So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, <laughs> I had to laugh though. My wife tagged me in that post earlier, but she knows I've got like to look after Charlotte tomorrow. So I'm like, <laughs> you're tagging me. It's like, it's like, yeah, you can, look, you can watch this, but you know, you, you're not going to watch it, like, are you? So I was like, teasing you. And uh, teasing me, I'm going to have to have a word of it. Like, you know, <laughs> it's not on. <laughs> not, not on at all. Not on at all. But no, you know what? It's brilliant. But talking on the theme of holidays and that. Um, yeah, I mean, I've got a few stories, but I mean, I'll let you go first. Is it, have you got anything that sticks out in mind when you go abroad? Like, you know, what, what's your sort of... Yeah, just a couple of things, but and they're both sort of football related. They were sort of um, games that I'd gone to abroad. Um, like the first one was um, I, I went to watch Barcelona play at the new camp. And um, this, what, what year would that have been? Um, about... It was probably 08, so it wouldn't have been um, around, it was around the time, obviously, of getting a new ground, you know, and that, that kit. And, um, and I wore my Shrewsbury shirt to the, um, uh, to the Barcelona game. Um, I do. And I got, and yeah, yeah. Well, there were so many people there that I took, I took a spare t-shirt in my bag just in case I'd get any, any jit. But there were so many people there wearing all sorts of different, um, different colours and, and uh, you know, strips. Ones I never, never would have recognised. You know, and I got so many questions about who they were, and you felt like you were, you were spreading the word a little bit. Um, you know that whenever you go to, um, whenever you go on holiday and they ask where you're from, no one ever knows where Shropshire is, do you? So you have to say near Birmingham. <laughs> near Birmingham. <laughs> Next to Wales. You're Welsh? Yeah. No, I'm not Welsh. Near Wales. <laughs> Next to Wales, I'm not Welsh, though. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and then the other one that sticks to mind was um, I'd gone to a game, uh, a Juventus game, when I was about 17 or 18. And um, I didn't have my colours on at the time, but um, we were behind the goal and we got chatting to this Swedish fella, um, old boy, and he... Um, and his English was perfect, so we just got chatting about football. And he's like, "Oh, what, 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 what teams do you follow?" I said, oh, "I've got a season ticket, Shrewsbury Town." And I was expect ready to give him a whole explanation of, of who the hell we were. <laughs> um, and he, he went, "Ah, Shrewsbury Town League Two or, or League, whichever league we were in at the time." And I just I was mesmerised at this Swedish fella at an Italian game of football knew exactly who Shrewsbury Town were. So um, they're the two that stick out. That's brilliant. That was, uh, you know what, right? It's great when someone knows who your club is and you like get chatting and because like you say I always make a beeline for, for people that have got clubs on yeah, yeah. Like shirts hats or whatever so this holiday that was on like just now the fixtures that were coming out like the next morning and we're, we're I was just chatting just chatting to my wife next minute my other ear is listening to this conversation on the table. <laughs> it's like automatic, like it just happens. It's like you can't help it. You can't help, but they mention Lincoln City like away, and I was like, "Oh, hello." So my wife's talking <laughs> to me. I'm like pretending I'm listening to it, but I'm really wanting to listen to this <laughs> other conversation in the table next to me. And um, they said, "Oh yeah, Lincoln City was one of the best away days like last season." So I'm like, oh, "Well, they're obviously a League One fan." And I said. Um, I just said no, that was it. I sort of waited the moment. I wait. I looked for my moment. In I just sort of casually sat, and then 
you wait for the look across to yeah. the, the t- yeah, as if they're just looking their direction. As soon as they looked, I'm like, oh, you League One fan, are you? I, I, League One, who, who do you follow? I was like, oh, me, I'm, I'm a Shrewsbury fan. And you, you don't need to explain yourself because obviously, you know, they've been to Lincoln City away last season, so they're, <laughs> they're going to know who Shrewsbury are. Yeah. Oh, oh Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury, all right. Oh, I was like, oh, we're Sheffield Wednesday fans. No way. I was like, all right. Obviously, we signed Shane Donkley since. But, yeah, um, yeah. That wasn't to me, but and it's obviously in, we, we've got them last uh, home game, haven't we? But yeah, the fixtures were coming out the next day, and uh, we got Lincoln away last game of the season. Like, how weird is that? Oh, is that true? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But how weird oh, is yeah. that? Oh, that that must that that must have been. You know, the fixtures weren't even out by then, so that yeah. that, that was fate. Then that That's was bizarre. Uh, that is bizarre. I didn't even think about that. Mm. But I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, uh, um, yeah, you know, you just my, my wife's like, are you listening? I'm like, I, I, listening. I. <laughs> So um, Brilliant. See, I'm an I'm a nightmare. Man. Honestly, I'm a nightmare for doing that. But yeah, I, I remember I was walking like uh, down down the strip, like um, past past a few of the like the Spanish. And I got the Spanish, by the way. I mean, they think they're British are rude, like oh, the Spanish. See when they're having <laughs> their dinner, they don't they don't half make some rabble. It's it's so loud, it's unreal. Anyway, <laughs> it was, it was walking past a few of these like fish bars and that, um, and then. I see this guy in a cafe, like, and he's um, sitting there, and he he just looks at me like because I had my Kilmarnock shirt on, and I looked, and I I seen his hat straight away, and he was a Nottingham Forest fan, and you could see him looking at me trying to work out what team that was because it's like, well, that's not an English team, mm. and uh, I was just like, all right, well done on the promotion, pal, and just carried on walking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he, Kill, you know, killing with kindness. I know, and then it was funny because on the way back there was a guy, and he's he was wearing a Rotherham United hat, and um, I so I wanted to say something, but then I thought, oh, mm. I've got my Kilmarnock kit on, not my Shrewsbury one, because uh, yeah. But I mean, I don't know if if you're like this, but see, when I'm on holiday, I must have packed about eight football tops. Well, I, yeah, I'm pretty bad for it. Eight football tops, all Shrewsbury, Kilmarnock. Um, I thought I don't even need any other clothes. I remember no. the one night, um, it was the first night there, and it was just like. Oh, we weren't going to really go out, and and, let, and I like Leslie's all dressed up nicely. Charlotte's dressed up nicely, and I'm just putting. Up, I was like, I put my denim shorts on, and um, I just I just uh, slung, slung a Shrewsbury top on. She's like, <laughs> like you wearing that at night? I was like, yeah. She's like, we're going out, dress up properly, get a nice polo shirt on or something. <laughs> I was like, right, fair enough. So it is fair um, enough to be honest. I know. To be fair, like it is, it is fair enough, but um. Now the best story I had was a Kilmarnock story, um, and this was actually the last time I was in there before lockdown. So it was in Ben O'Madden again. It was actually the uh, the famous Kilmarnock um, game where they got to Europe and they beat Rangers. And unfortunately, uh, Mystics, I was I was already had the holiday booked, so it was the last night of the holiday, and uh, it was basically a race between Kilmarnock and Aberdeen to finish. Um, Fourth and funnily enough, Derek McInnes was the Aberdeen boss as well. Then, twist of fate, yeah, exactly. But, um, anyway, they were away, I think they were away at Hibs, and we had Rangers at home, so it was a tough ask. Rangers had nothing to play for, really, because uh, they were second, and that was that, yeah. And uh, obviously, we won it in the last minute, but anyway, that's not the story. Like, we all know what happened with that. The story was so we decided to pick a Scottish bar to watch it in, as you do. Um, <laughs> and my wife's like, you go down, like, 
get drinks and that. I'll be down in a bit because the plan was because it was we we had Charlotte. We didn't have Charlotte then. We she was with a like in Salou with her grandparents. So we just had like you know the weeks herself. Yeah, it was our last night. So I thought we'll make a night of it. You know, and whatever. We'll just go out early. So I think the game was like an early afternoon kickoff. So it was like after the game, we'll just go out and whatever, and hopefully we'll be celebrating. And we did. But anyway, I went to the bar. And there was, I just sat there, and this guy was like probably in his like sixties, maybe. Yeah. And he had like he had like shorts on, but then he had like a a blue navy fleece from behind. I was like, bloody, hell, he must be boiling. <laughs> like, anyway, I went to get my drink, come back, turn around, and automatically spotted it straight away as a Kilmarnock one, like Kilmarnock, uh-huh. like badge on it. I'm like, all right, mate, how are you? All right, Killy man. Obviously, I said. Uh, Watching the game, are we? Are we going to win? And, you know, just a uh, chat, this, that, and the other. Anyway, we're just chatting, like, and he's, he, you know, found out where he was from. And he was like, from Irvine. Um, and and I said, oh, I live in Kilmarnock, and that. And we were just chatting, this, that, and the other. Next minute, um, my wife comes down just before the game kicks off, and they were chatting. <laughs> Only happens to be that this guy, right, because Leslie goes, oh, where do you live? Um, oh, that's near my, my grands and all that. Um, oh, where do you work and all that? Who's your grand? And they, they got chatting, like, and I'm there watching the football and they're chatting. It only goes to, uh, to find out that he works, or he works in the same place as her uncle. No. So anyway, my, my mess, like, I got a picture with him, like, Leslie takes a picture of her, sent it to her uncle Robert. Her uncle Robert replies back straight away, and goes, oh, that's where he is. He's been missing for two weeks at work. <laughs> <laughs> he gone AWOL and ended up next to you. I, I was like, out of all the places, like you know, and watching the game, and oh, mate, at the end, like when we scored that point in the last minute, brilliant. We all had drinks and that, and yeah, uh, it was superb. And then uh, the night was brilliant. We because we had an early flight, we were like, ah, right, we'll be back in by midnight. We we didn't get back in until like three, four in the morning. We had like two hours kept, and then that was yeah. It. And then obviously, come on, it was bouncing that night. And then we got back, and it was still bouncing that morning as well. Yeah. Oh, man, it was, I've never had such a hangover in all my life getting back on a plane. Like, <laughs> but I, that was so random. It was like, what were chances? Know, yeah. I mean, you always do meet and bump into people, like, but yeah, yeah so random. Yeah. So, so that was my holiday experience, probably the one of the best ones I've had. But you, you always, you always make a beeline for people. You always look out for shirts and out of like yeah. players, and you think, oh, like, who do they support? And then you try and make a connection. You kind of stand them like when, when yeah. they're playing each other. But yeah. like when you're on holiday, you're all relaxed, you're having a drink, you know, you've got your shit, yeah. you, just, you just have a laugh. Like, but yeah, and I think I mean, that there's obviously a, a connection sometimes when they might think of Shrewsbury, oh, that's where so and so played for, or or I, we had so and so from Shrewsbury, you know. Um, so, but there's always some sort of link, isn't there? And it's common that players, sorry, not players, that clubs will go out on pre season tours, and that's something we're going to sort of go into now so yeah um obviously mentioned that Kilmarnock at the minute um out in pre-season um they had actually had a pre-season in logs uh where they did a little fitness just down the road uh from myself and that so it, they, they come back earlier than obviously the english you mentioned that didn't you to me the other yeah. day You're like, I, played, yeah, I can't believe they come back early but yeah yeah very early the, the cup starts early and you know what i love it because it means back into a swing of football straight away so yeah yeah i think the first match is uh fraserborough um 
on the ninth. And then I think we've got Partick Thistle, Montrose, and I can't remember the other team that we've got. Um, not... Almost use it as a kind of a, a pre-season in itself, really. I, I was going to say, to be fair, like your expectations are you go through. So, But at the same point, that's where your big teams get caught out because they're not fully focused because yeah. it is like a sort of pre-season as well. Mm. Um so there is a, quite a few cup shocks in that respect, but I think Kilmarnock will be. Uh, they've got enough. They've got. A, I, I was saying this the other week that this is the best pre-season that they've got uh, that I can ever remember in uh, a long time. And since Clark, you know, left, yeah, it's been a shambles. You know, Alessio came in. We had like half a game, like you know, before we played in the Euro- in Europe and then crashed out, and we weren't fit enough. We, you know, we just weren't ready. Um, and then it's it was just under Dyer and that it was it weren't great and then Tommy Wright it was like a couple of games in Ireland and then that was it really so yeah yeah I mean the pre-season we you know had a full fitness regime in Largs we had a closed door game against Queen the South won that beat Falkirk 4-1 and then we gone out to Spain got a training camp in Spain a couple of games in Spain come back played on Fermlin and then bang straight into the cup games so you know Kamana cannot be any more prepared than they are and I mean getting Alan Power back you know he's um, I remember chatting to a Lincoln City fan last season and he was a big admirer of Alan Power and we got chatting about him, funnily enough. <laughs> and then he's now yeah. back at the club again. So yeah. he left. Yeah. So it's it's good when you speak to English fans as well. Like, you know, that they, they there's players that come and go and, and, and he's one of them. But no, we've uh, we've we've upset uh, our rivals A United as well because we signed a boy from Celtic who was on loan at them last season. He's now getting called a rat. So he's it's basically <laughs> like it's basically like a player going from like Walsall to Shrewsbury, you know, it's yeah. like uh, you know, you kinda of be having that, but if we signed yeah. him permanently or on loan? Yeah, we signed him permanently from Celtic, his contract right. was out so Kerm uh, uh so yeah, no, it's uh, a good sign and he scored against us uh, when we beat him three one, but he looked a good player. Yeah, he's obviously uh, familiar was, with the area as well, so he hasn't got to settle yeah. in. So. I was surprised. I was surprised at how old he was, though, like because uh, I looked at him when he did an interview after that game, and I got back and I was like, "Oh, he must be about twenty five, twenty six at least," because yeah. he's old, like you know. And um, I don't know why, just this perception that he was older, like um, <laughs> he's a bit more experienced because he's yeah. old. I, I don't know why, like you know. Anyway, he's he's he turned. I think he's like twenty one. Like he was 20, right. 20, just turned twenty one. I was like, bloody hell. But uh, he's a good player. Like got a two year contract on him, and he can play anywhere across the middle. Like you know, in the middle, behind the front two, across the left, right. You know, so he's, he's very versatile, which is which is good. Yeah, um, and he can shoot. We've not had a player from midfield that can like properly have a ping like you know, from the edge of the box. Yeah, you know, sort of like your John Nolan type of player that you know can just hit it from him out distance and score. So he should uh, contribute a few goals. Yeah, um, going forward in the season, but yeah, no, it's it's, it's great. They're they're having a good time out in Spain at the minute. Uh, they had a um, they had a penalty shootout uh, competition, and basically the team that lost had to buy dinner. Also, that's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should do you should do that at, work, at any workplace. Yeah, uh, but you know what? It's it's fun. It's um, they're enjoying themselves, and the interactions have been really good on social media. Uh, yeah. with the fans as well so Class. um being able to watch the game yeah uh, tomorrow you know it's charlton's good as well so yeah 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 we obviously if people fly out there or there's locals and great but um yeah it's about to just watch on the tv i suppose it's it's good as well yeah man so um 
that's me talking about killing going abroad, but Shrewsbury going to yeah. Valencia. So uh Yeah, it becomes it became a much more um uh talked about trip and they haven't even gone yet. Yeah, so um I, I had a bit of a discussion on the well, let's yeah, we're gonna say it's uh, it's more a, a Spanish trip but the game against Qatar. So it's caused controversy already with Watford and fans and they, they cancelled theirs. Correct, yeah. Um there's no right or wrong answer. Um I suppose. Mm-hmm. But and it's a touchy subject with some people, so I've got to be careful what I say, but um Proud Slopians obviously came out of a statement. Um the club were a bit late in coming back out with that response, which is probably triggered one or two uh, responses that maybe were uncalled for. But I think on the whole, the club were going to upset people regardless. Yeah. Um, and I think the right decision has been made because they are a big uh, supporter of, um, you know, LG, um, TV, LGBT. So, yeah. LGBT. So um, they, they're a big, they're a big supporter of that. Um, so they, it would be wrong for them just to shine away from it. And yeah. also, you know, it's the same if there was something to do with her game and they just ignored it. So they they sort of have to do some sort of response now. They did respond with like a, you know, the laces on the armband and that. But it's interesting point that one or two people made today was, did we cancel the game or did they cancel the game? So Yeah, well, I mean, my, my obviously it's not been confirmed, but how it looked was, they came out with the um, the statement yesterday acknowledging what Salopian Pride had said, um, being fully supportive of um, of their points, um, what what they stand for, and they continued to. And as a result of that, because um, Salopian Pride had asked them to um, acknowledge it, you know, and acknowledge the the human rights issues and um, the, um, let, the you know, let's face it, the anti LGBT um, you know stance of some of, some of those countries um, and. And they did acknowledge it, and um, their action was to have the captain walk out with the um, the rainbow captain's armband, and and that was an acknowledgement. And um, to be fair, Salopian Pride didn't ask for the game to be cancelled; um, they asked for acknowledgement, which they got. I think this morning it, it went much bigger than Shropshire Media. It it got picked up by a lot of national press, and I think that's when you've got a problem as a club because you do not want any of you know that sort of criticism aimed at a club who is, you know, to me, I, I see Shrewsbury Town as such a, co- a community club. What they do in the community is fantastic, um, not just for the LGBT um, community, but across the community. Um, we, we've had a podcast about the Me Too, um, uh, Me Too, sorry, Her Game Too, apologies, um, uh, movement as well, which we've done fantastic things with. Um, so I, I feel I feel like they had no choice today um, to make that decision. Um, and it doesn't matter if you're pro this, anti that, when it comes to the game, you know what people stand for. You're not you're not going to please everybody, and and I, and I think the club find themselves in a difficult situation with this. What do you think? Yeah, no, yeah, spot on. I mean, you've got to support those groups that you back in the first place. You can't just pick and choose what you want to back. Um, and I think that you have to be supportive of it at the end of the day because there's not enough support out there, and this is why these mm-hmm. groups like Her Game and you know like Proud Slopian. Um, they're out there. You yeah, know, they're out there for that reason, is to show support to all types of groups, uh, whether it be what we just mentioned there. And um, 
you know, football has moved on now, so clubs have to be more aware of their their fan base and 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 also how things affect them outside of the football as well. Yeah, you know, you know like you said, we're a community based club, so so we have to um, demonstrate um, so, you know the rights there uh, to mm. a degree. But uh, I, I, I totally sympathise with like um, fans as well. 100%. Um, the ones who've paid for flights, hotels, um, and I know you made a point earlier about, um, uh, I think you made a point online that, you know, you still got the holiday, but you got, I, I, I understand that and I appreciate that, but you could you could argue that that time off work that they were going to be using for something else with their family they've used or, you know, for another holiday they've used midweek when, you know, midweek uh, to, to go and watch Shrewsbury. Um, I mean, I, I have a friend that's messaged me today to say that um, he won't even be able to watch the training session. Not that he would have wanted to do that anyway, but he wouldn't be able to because his flight came in early in the day when the match was meant to be in the evening. So suddenly he's got two or three nights in Benidorm, which is you know, not the worst place in the world to have a couple of nights. But that's not the reason he went there midweek. Um, and he's not going to be able to watch the training session anyway. So um, and I believe he's contacted the club. I think what they should do is they should move the train and not to that time when the match is, but to a time it's going to be reasonable for when the fans are going to be there. Yeah. Um, it's all well and good laying on transport or maybe have a discussion with the fans that are traveling um, and find out quickly, you know, because it's only just literally Saturday, two days away. It's probably too late to do that now, but yeah. maybe looking in hindsight, the club were wrong in the first place um, in getting the match. Maybe, Maybe they didn't think about it the right way. I agree. They, they, they maybe could have communi- communicated this out a lot better and maybe the um, problems could have been addressed without even being publicly announced of uh, being a friendly in the first place. And obviously this this is all created, really, to be honest, because Coventry certainly let us down as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. With a friendly. So there's all ifs and buts. And, and if, if Coventry had let us down, we wouldn't be talking about this. But I suppose in hindsight, it's, it's interesting how this has come about today that it does go to show that some of our fan base do need to um, maybe look at the bigger picture. Um, and I agree. Support I agree. A bit more. And they, they may support it, but they've come across as not supporting it. And at the end of the day, everyone's got their opinion. I don't want to fall out with town fans over it. And no, no, I, no. I, stay, I stay to my view. Um, you know, if people want to say things like it's, you know, following the sheep and um, what was the one I've seen? Uh, a bit like snowflakes. I'm, I'm sorry, like, but, you know, that's, that's it's a bit too far that, you know, it's, you know, at the end of the day, they believe if you're, you're a passionate town fan, you want to go abroad, that's fine. You're passionate about that. But there's people that are passionate about wanting to change things in football, and that's you know that's yeah. their agenda as well. So I, I think, think people are angry. Day, yeah, I think, I think people are angry. But at the same point, like um, there's the people like like Proud Slopings could be angry, but they showed it in a bit of a professional way and did it 100 the right way. I think if you're gonna if you've got a discussion like that, be constructive and be respectful, and that's the two things you should be. Yeah, any argument really. Um, I agree, and and, I agree. and and that's all. It, that's all it is really, and it's been blown out of proportion. Um, we should be celebrating about what a great week it's been for Tan in terms of signings, and we've now sort of it's been overshadowed a bit with this trip coming up. But hopefully, the trip will be still beneficial uh, to our pre-season um, plans and yeah, going forward in the future. And hopefully, this will be just a, a blip um, and nothing more. 
yeah. but at the same point, hopefully the uh, the rays of what Proud Salopians have done is um has helped it maybe open eyes up to one or two people as well so Definitely, i think that's yeah. well enough said on, on enough on that um but yeah i mean let's let's talk about pre-season now. i mean mentioned a bit about kilmarnock signings uh i'll go back to uh one in a moment uh lewis mayo um but let, let's talk about shrewsbury now you you mentioned it so i'll, I'll let you talk about how you felt before yeah. this podcast last week well yeah i mean um a week ago when we were planning to put this together and we put a few points together that we wanted to go over there, there wasn't an awful lot for us to to chat about really i mean there was season ticket the kit um but the only player that was in was was shipley and and that was done what over a month ago now um I think it was done yeah. very early um yeah. which you know great signing really good signing and um i put a tweet out at the time because i didn't know a lot about him um but um i had a, a lot of traction from Cov- uh, coventry city groups who shared it and all of a sudden i had probably between 50 and 100 different views on him and every single thing was positive and i thought wow we've got a player we've got you know youtube makes anyone look good i, I feel so uh, i think hearing it from the fans yeah, exactly. Yeah. So hearing it from the fans and um, not just the, the kind of player he is, but the kind of lad he is as well. Um, yeah, I, I think we've got a good one there, mate. Yeah, no, I mean, he's, he seems more of a, a player that likes to get on the ball, left side as well. So it gives that a bit of a balance to the um, yeah, definitely the, the midfield uh, with, with the other players coming in that are sort of, you know, right-sided as well. Mm-hmm. I still feel we could do with like a maybe defensive-minded player in the middle um, because... To me, Bayless and Shipley are attacking. Leahy's obviously a defensive player. I just feel we could do one more sort of in that yeah. middle because we've lost Davis and uh, even Velo. I'd say is, is I don't. It, what I like about Shrewsbury is that they've really have upgraded um, yeah. signings. Now, I wasn't big on Velo. I wasn't a big fan on him. He was a bit of a fifty-fifty really? yeah. with me. <clears throat> and the reason for that is down to his attitude. Um, it was either his way or the highway at times. Yeah. And he sort of would win you a game, which was great, but it'd also throw you a game. Mm. Um, so for me, you know, yeah, he was great on his day, but um, he needs to be focused. And I think Scott Brown would probably get the best out of him, to be fair. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. And it's a good move for him. He's closer to home, so he'll probably feel more settled. And he'll probably end up scoring against us next season. Oh, definitely. Um, but, you know, for me, I don't think Valor... Um, was ever going to sign, even though he no. said he was, definitely he was, and he uh, that proved right. <clears throat> um, but for me, I mean, you know, we've we've got younger, hungrier people that have got a point to prove, and they've got championship experience. They've got promotion they played experience. They played, yeah, they've played together. They know each other's game inside out. They play in the same position. So for me, it's a win-win. I mean, Bayless, yeah. um, you know, signed for I believed. Um, a package of two million, uh, one million up front. So it must be worth something in that. Uh, yeah, when Coventry um, fans have said he's he's got something about him. Yeah, yeah, he was signed for a, a good good fee, wasn't he before? But um, yeah, he, I think he seems a bit more dynamic um, than Shipley. Um, but yep. uh, yeah, again, I've I've heard good things. Um, I I've probably seen a lot less online of it of him than I have of Shipley. But um, 
yeah, for I haven't seen any negative comments I, so far. I, I tell you what, though, if we can get like someone like a Fauna on loan, that type of player, like, yeah, you know, he's the one. If we, get, if we, one, if we yeah. can get our little Patrick Vieira back, I'll be happy. I know. <laughs> hey, well, they got he promoted, was. so why not? Yeah, I just I just feel that uh, they probably want to test him in the championship, which is fun enough. But you never know the the way that they they may look at Shrewsbury, the club that's signed a few players, and you know. They may look at Shrewsbury as one of those teams. Think, well, we did all right there last year. Let's you know keep them there again. They've got a good team, so you never know. Yeah. But for me, yeah. for me, every signing has been an upgrade. I mean, I was a big, massive fan of you, Banks Landau. Um, was you know, gutted uh, when he so left. Was I. Absolutely shocked that he's gone down a division to Rochdale. I know. I'm absolutely gobsmacked at that, but. Now that the signings have been made and the, the the players have been released, Dunkley is a head and shoulders like he's the you know he's basically his type of style of play, from which we'll go on about in a bit, is is a, is a direct replacement for Ebanks and and it's an upgrade. So you've got an upgrade in that position there. Then you so many. At, go on, sorry. Then you look at like we lost Davis and Vella. You look at who we brought in Shipley and. Um, Bayless, yeah. total up, an upgrade again on those two, and then you've lost um, up front. We had like that Yane on loan, yeah, um, and and we lost Sean Worley. So between those two, as much as Sean Worley was a, a key man, but Aidan O'Brien again another upgrade in my opinion. I mean, it's just it's just great to see, and it's exciting, and I, I just think really we're probably only two, three position uh, players. Sorry. Um, to be in the side that we need, yeah. um, I don't think we need to go overboard because the, we've got. Pro- I would probably say four players in that squad that are very flexible in about two or three different positions. You've got Nurse and Leahy. You can play, you know, on the left side. They can play in centre back. I mean, Leahy can play in three positions. Yeah. Um, Nurse can play at centre back as well. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, and, and then the right side now looks good with the Costa on loan. Um, so yeah. You've got two great out and out right wing backs, but if one was injured in the middle, you've got Bennett who can come in and play in the middle. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Aiden O'Brien who signed today. He can play up front, but he can play either side of the wings as well. So if we change formation or play three up top, you know, he can play out wide. It's just it's just great to see that we're now not only signing players of experience at championship level and league one level. We're signing players that are very flexible in, in many positions, which helps a squad like us. So someone always mentioned quality over quantity, and that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah, I agree. And um, it's funny what some of them I've had mixed messages on. I mean, Dunkley, I've had so many um, messages or tweets about him um, saying, wow, what a signing for Shrewsbury, basically. Um, because we are seen as a you know a very small club in that division compared to yep. a, a lot of those sides. And, and I think... Um, you know that that's telling in the shock from from some fans uh, that we, we've managed to to get someone like this. And if you think, um, you know, I I was I was amazed that we we got Flanagan in in January. And yeah. uh, you know, you, we already had Pennington, who was a you know fantastic defender, and you stick Dunkley in the middle of M two, and suddenly you've got a formidable back three, haven't you? I would say we've got the best three centre backs in our league right now, as as a unit. As yeah. a unit, like I just think, yeah. like we upgraded from last year. We had the best 
defence bar up until like the last until Ebanks Landau was taken out, we were the best defence, but apart from Rotherham and Wigan. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's saying something like and I think yeah. if Ebanks Landau had stayed there for the season we would have um kept that. But we lost Pierre Pierre as well. And again, yeah, you know, that's there's upgrades. The yeah. You know, I mean we're going to Shea Donkley, so Shea Donkley uh, vital Oxford. Um you know they they uh, on Twitter uh, I messaged him just to give him sort of out uh, an overall view on, on yeah. what he thought of Dunkley in his time at Oxford. I think he played over 100 games for them. And he put, been a few years since he played for us, but he was solid, consistent player during his time at Oxford, strong in the air and capable of scoring goals. Now, you know, strong in the air, something Ebanks Landau was pretty good at. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty solid as well, and I would say consistent. So again, that's pretty much describing what Ebanks Landau was to it. He scores more goals than what Ebanks Landau does. So again, brings an extra threat um, from set pieces. Um, you know, Bennett, Leahy, good set piece takers. So something to look out for next season. Yeah. Um, he says, I know he's had his injury problems during his time at Wigan and Sheffield Wednesday, uh, but I've no doubt he'll be a great acquisition for you. So Fantastic. That'll do for me. All, that's an Oxford fan. Uh, a view from an MK Dons fan uh, from Harris Don, who we had on last year. Yeah, he's good uh, Shrewsbury have gone from nothing to 100 in days, transfer-wise. Should refer to you as the Coventry B team. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be fair, he's right. We've got Shipley, uh, De Costa, Bayless and Morosi. Obviously, yeah. he was at Coventry as well. Yeah, um, and do you know what I found out today? That Luke Leahy is from Coventry as well. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Um, and another uh, MK Dons fan, Robbie M, uh, as he's known as on Twitter, underscore 04, or as Robert Mohan. Uh, he said, just simple, what a signing. That'll do. So, you know, there's there's other teams looking at our players and thinking, you know, I mean, uh, Nappers as well, put Shrewsbury as a, a dark horse. Yeah, other, did, players, yeah. other players today are also saying, other players, so fans are saying today, after the O'Brien signing, watch this space, Shrewsbury are the underdogs. For the yeah, so the se- was it the 72, wasn't it? The, yes, the Twitter right. 72 saying they're, they're the underdogs for the playoffs now, which um, is high praise, isn't it? Considering we finish 17th every season. Just got just got to finish um, above 17th. I always said this, I'll be happy with the top half, but it's hard. I know, I know. It's, it's hard to see when you get these players and you're signing them, you see what they've done, and that it's it's easy to go like yeah, top six. But you know what? For now, I'll be happy with the top ten. But really, it, you know, realistically, we've got a squad now that's capable of finishing in the playoffs, I believe, or or we're building a squad that's near enough capable of finishing the playoffs. I'm not going to say we will because we've still got yeah. one or two players like even though Nurse plays a lot, people are like saying I'll oh, bring a left sided player in. Leahy's there, but. To be fair, Leahy, I would say, is not his best position, funnily enough, even though that was his position, yeah. naturally. I would say he's better at Shrewsbury as a centre-back or a centre-mid, probably. And, well, his, his best position is centre-mid for Shrewsbury. Yeah. yeah. So, for me, I, yeah, I do agree that they probably need to bring someone in, but I would I would, I would, I would not, I would not, I would just ignore Leahy as a left-sided wing-back unless it was, like, dire straits, you know, because... Injuries, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I would, I would, and I'd... <laughs> I wouldn't bring a striker in now. I was I was gutted really in a way because I was like I wouldn't mind having uh, Oliver in, but then yeah. you're gonna have Bloxham, uh, Bowman, Udo, O'Brien. Yeah, there's not yeah. gonna be room for another one now. So I think the strikers yeah. are done with. 
goalkeepers were fine unless Harry Burgoyne leaves and we probably need to bring maybe a lone keeper in. Mm. There's talks of it. There were talks there was a sort of rumour which I don't think was was dismissed by Lewis Cox to be fair about his uh, moving to Torquay. Yeah. Um, can't see that happening. Um so yeah, I mean I would say left side and then someone said about another centre back in, but for me I don't think we need a centre back because you've got those three centre backs and you've got Leahy and Nurse that can play there. Yeah. I think the yeah. left sided wing back is more an area we need to look at and and a midfielder another sort of yeah. defensive minded midfielder someone like yeah fauna um yeah um probably is room for a center back maybe maybe a young center back you know someone that's not going to play but is there as a backup but then we have got a couple of youth players that have signed contracts as well so yeah really so you got to remember as well we could go to a four it doesn't have to mean we go. We have a five. You know, we he could go yeah. four because suddenly we've got some good options in midfield again, haven't we? And, and that's the thing. Bennett in there, so yeah, you can. Yeah. There's a flexibility to change the system. Yeah, and then the thing is, Pennington can play a right back as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in a in a flat back four, so you know, there's there's plenty of options there. Bloxham can also play out wide. Um, he's proven that he's done that. You know, last season. So, it, and I mean, Udo can drop deep and play as a sort of number nine so uh, you know like a, a deep role behind the um you know behind maybe one as well maybe i don't know just just really depends on who we're playing what formations we're looking at but i do think he's going to stick with the three five to, uh, the three so do i yeah yeah sorry the, the three the five three two uh, yeah. formation yeah. sometimes he likes to maybe push one further up but you know you've got to look at the first two games and you need to go out and attack really i don't think yeah. we need to be too defensive um, no disrespect to Morecambe and Ackington, but we we should be um, pitching ourselves against them as teams that are winnable games. Yeah. They'll be looking at Shrewsbury as well as winnable games, but they'll probably be also mindful of the signings we made and Definitely. may look a bit tougher. But at the same point, you know, Morecambe we we struggled last season, so yeah, um, that was the first away game last season as well. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm. You got to remember, right? Everyone's thinking where all these wages are coming from, but we've had Norborn money sitting doing nothing. Um, and all better. better money as well, yeah. and yeah. Uh, you've got to remember as well. We paid uh, a big chunk of Sam Cosgrove on loan, yeah. Um, you know, of his fee that would be used, so we're sort of using it wisely this time, and, and that's it's good to see, yeah, definitely. So, the Aidan O'Brien ones is, is a funny one because. Um, I've heard from two fans today. One was Pompey and one was Sunderland, and it was like they were talking about different players, it was very, very strange. Um, Pompey Twitter has blown up today because they all wanted him to stay and they can't believe it. Shrewsbury have basically plucked them from underneath their noses. Um, and, you know, they, they really rate him, wanted him to stay. And then I, had a, I sent you that DM earlier, didn't I? The, the Sunderland one. Um, yeah. To, to, you know, to, and he wasn't as complimentary. It was kind of, well, whenever we see his name on a team sheet, we know there isn't going to be much creativity. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, I mean, I, I would probably lean... I know it's... Probably sounds like I'm being an optimistic, you know, but uh, I'd lean towards the Portsmouth review just because it was more recent. Um, and um, yeah, fingers crossed that uh, this Sunderland fan doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's the thing. Yeah. Um, just football's divided on opinions, but at the end of the day, um, let's just wait and see what happens. Eh? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. So, watch this face. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll have plenty to speak about. We'll see what happens in training. We'll see, at the end of the day, Cottrell, the way the way I look at it is right is we've we've moaned about Cottrell the last two windows, right? But then let's be a positive about it, right? 
apart from the loan players, every signing he's signed on a permanent deal for me has been brilliant. Works, yeah, it works, yeah. Leahy, Morosi, Bennett, you know, all fantastic players. Flanagan, Bowman, raved about Bowman. You know, he's improved on Udo um, as well when that contract was. You know, we were like, why are we offering him a contract? So, Cottrell for me, he gets a bit of a hard grilling sometimes. And um, a lot of Shrewsbury fans are impatient, including yourself and me. But in a way, I I had a feeling. I was like, no, we'll be fine this time around. And yeah. so far, uh, fruits to labour, they're, they're, they're coming in they're coming in well. So With the months to go as well. Oh, it's, it's brilliant. I mean, to be fair, so we, early. We're, in, we're in a great position now going into Spain. Uh, to get a good bit of a pre-season and um, you know camp and get the get the friendlies in and no I'm I'm I mean <laughs> you know we we said we were going to be more positive didn't we this this yeah, series but yeah. I mean this is positive news you cannot knock it, it no minus today's issues like um, signings wise and and the club going forward we've gone from doom and gloom getting relegated to all of a sudden pissing the league you know it's <laughs> it's amazing what a week yeah. does doesn't it you know yeah. I'm like, I, I should go on holiday more often man and just I come know. back on it's like Lewis I, Cox he's like when it went away like coming back and all of a sudden we're signing all these players I know so but I just think um, I, I just think that getting it done early was was crucial because you know look how desperate we became you know up towards deadline day and we just thought, I mean, the, gen, the generic sort of mood of the Shrewsbury fan was just pissed off, wasn't it? It was it was terrible um, because we just knew we didn't have the numbers. And now we, I, I don't have that worry. I, yeah, one or two more, great. And we're done. And there's a month to go before the start of the season. It's great. And, and you know what? Like talking of kits and that. Oh, Kilmarnock, God. If you haven't seen the Kilmarnock kits, have a look on the Kilmarnock page. On, on my page, I tweeted tonight. I don't know which one I want. But all three Kilmarnock kits are bangers. I mean, Hummel have done an absolute treat on Kilmarnock. Yeah. Say what the third kit I'm really loving. Um, it's proper retro. It's what I mean. I was saying to Sai earlier online about how clubs are going more retro, and I, I tell you what, I believe it. That yeah, there's been excuses this that and the other, but forget it. When it comes to the the announcement of the kits, I reckon they're going to be absolute like corkers. I really do. I, I, just, so. I just, I just, I just got this feeling because like of all the hype and, and same with the transfers, there was all this hype of what's happening. It was all mm, quiet mm. and then boom. And you know what the best thing about it is the last two transfers have come out of nowhere. Like there's been yeah, no, no rumours. There's been no yeah. rumour whatsoever of them coming to Shrewsbury and bang, they just hit the yeah, ground. Yeah. It's like higher into shops, here we come. And, and, and I reckon the kits will be the same. I reckon the kits will just land and be brilliant and we'll all forget about how long it took this happening because they're going to be absolutely scorchers and we're going to be, we're going to be wanting to get them. So, I'm really, so. I'm really. It's my birthday at the end of the month, so um, any birthday money I'll be holding out for a Shrewsbury one. I'm hoping <laughs> it's going to be a decent retro style one. Yeah. Uh, if not, I will be disappointed. But hey ho, um, I, I still need. I need help. You can help me on my Kilmarnock kit. You can. You're gonna have to have a look at them and have a. Yeah, send them in a bit, and I'll. Uh, I'll let you know what I think. Yeah, I'll tag you in the post, and you can uh, decide for me. There you go. Sounds. Sounds. No pressure. That's my offer for you. So before we, want- we go. We're going to talk about uh, Lewis Mayo, but yeah, do you, we're just going to uh, jump in there. What, what did you want to... Yeah, just um, the, the other thing that um, has been mentioned is the season tickets at the minute. Um, obviously, the, 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 there's been a few sort of bits of discontent with the uh, the cards, hasn't there? Um, oh, uh, yeah, yes, yeah, that's right. Yes, not to yeah, end on anything ahead. sort of like um, sort of disappointing, but 
yeah, I'm just hoping they get, I was going to say it along with the kits. You know, I think these are the last two things they need to, to nail, yeah, really. Get those get season ticket out. cards out. Don't don't leave it till the week before where we all have to have temporary passes or anything like that. Let's just nail it and just get on with the season because, um, there's, you know, there's a wave of optimism now and um, let's just get all the, the admin rubbish out of the way. Yeah, get all the shit out of the way. Um, I, I mean, obviously, we mentioned that Kilmarnock have now got past 4,000 season tickets. How are Shrewsbury doing at the minute? Um, uh, I think it's a couple, isn't it? Is that a couple at the minute? Yeah, yeah. obviously, yeah. I need to, need yeah. to probably push that a bit. You've got to remember the cost of living as well. Like, to get these numbers at any level, it's just it's just fantastic, isn't it? Right. I think I think the signings, though, will help push those numbers dramatically. Definitely. You've got to remember, a couple, a couple of thousand for the signings we had. Um, is is you know whereas Kilmarnock have had um, some good signings, Lafferty signed um, as well, so Mackenzie signed a new contract and McInnes is there, so the, the numbers have been yeah. pushed nicely. Um, the feel good factor is from last season winning the league, so there's a different optimism, there's a different feel good factor. Whereas Shrewsbury was a bit flat, discontent. So to get two thousand under the discontent, great. Yeah, but now I there's agree. that now there's that bounce of players coming in. It can only generate more fans that think, right, this is going to be a good season. So yeah. I think there's you know four weeks to go till we kick off. I mean, well, it's more come away first game, so there's still time to get in the, you know, take five weeks till the first home game, isn't there? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and yeah. potentially against Sean Wally. Yeah, and he'll get a brilliant reception like as well. Imagine what other chances of that. All those years at the club and his first game potentially, yeah. or or first, well, we could be first away game, wouldn't it? First away game of the season is against us. Yeah, and, it, and he'll probably score against us as well because that's what happens. Oh yeah, by extras because of course he bloody yeah. <laughs> so before before we leave, uh, I wanted to talk about obviously a Kilmarnock uh, player that's joined. So we talked about Dunkley. Uh, now Lewis Mayo, a young boy from Rangers. Now we don't sign Rangers players on loan because they don't <laughs> like us, um, but they've generously given us Lewis Mayo. Um, now, I had to laugh at one Killy fan who put KFC and Mayo. What a great combination. <laughs> um, I, I laughed at that. That was actually uh, Graham Orr. Well done, uh, Graham. So, well done to Graham there on the uh, the link. <laughs> it, 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 did make, it did make me chuckle. Like, um, But, yeah, Lewis Mayo's there, for me, is a top, top player. He got in the championship team of the year with Partick Fissel last year whilst on loan. Signed a new two-year deal uh, with Rangers, so he's there till 2024. And then he was loaned out to us last week. Uh, young boy, I think he's like 21, 22, maybe. Um, he's you know Scottish under 21 international uh, as well. So if he can push on and prove himself in the Premier League, you never know if he can get in at Rangers um, as well. Um, he, he may be a future star for Scotland, but. Getting ahead of ourselves. Do you remember him uh, last season for party? Oh, yeah, him? yeah, yeah. He had a fantastic game against us. Like he was, he was, he was a top, top player. And uh, a couple of, well, a few, some, some sort of uh, comments from Arctic Fissile fans as well. So, uh, Manpreet um, has put, he's unreal, mate. Honestly, different quality. You have a proper player there. Take care of him. There <laughs> uh, you go. And, Part- and Partick and Kilmarnock um, have a bit of a rivalry as well. So that's quite nice to. Uh, uh, to, to have that sort of message there. Um, Cami underscore 1971 will genuinely start every game. Boy is tremendous. There you go. So nothing but praise. Uh, Scott underscore Clex. Lewis Mayo, way to Kilmarnock, is a sore one. Was hoping we'll get him back, but not to be. Good luck to him. So nothing but well wishes there. Partick fans love him. 
you get the old Rangers fan going, why are we loaning Kilmarnock players? We hate them. Uh, sorry <laughs> to say, Rangers fans, but everyone hates you. So. You and know, it's developing just, their player as well. Let's face yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say so, they just yeah. they're just they're just better, aren't they? They just kind of stand <laughs> us. Let's face it, we pumped them um, from start. They, we we we've beaten them a few times. I mean, when Steve Clark was there, we took ten points off them to. Wow. I think they lost the league uh, by ten points to Celtic. So there you go. Yeah, we we uh, yeah we we just lost beating Rangers. But no, um, as Steve Clark once said, bye bye Rangers. You know, hopefully <laughs> Lewis may will be saying bye bye Rangers and will come to us eventually. But no, jokes aside, like he, he is a good player. Like I mean, he's he's more of your modern day centre back, but he's comfortable on the ball, a bit like Pennington, yeah. uh, Flanagan, comfortable on the ball, can bring it out, play the ball, spread it right left. You know, he's not afraid to take the ball on and just you know take players on. Um, and and from seeing in training as well, he hits a left foot, right foot, top bin, right bottom wow. corner. So he's got a good shot on him as well. Real good centre back, and really looking forward to seeing him play alongside Taylor, who's more of the old fashioned type of centre back, who you know will win headers, and he's slow, but he can read the game. So his, his brain sort of does his his thinking, you know, when, when he hasn't got the pace. But with Mayo and and Taylor, is a great combination there. So I'm really looking forward to that. It's a brilliant signing. Compliment uh, so, each so, other. Exactly. So, so Kilmarnock fans, uh, we, we are absolutely buzzing for the new season. Um, and I, I just cannot wait uh, to get back to Rugby Park and take my girl as well. We've both got a season ticket there. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's great. It's exciting. Uh, four, four weeks on Saturday, Dundee United. So, and you are going to be coming up to a game, you said, during the season. So Yeah, yeah. When um, when there's an away game I can't get to, uh, yeah, we'll yeah. definitely arrange that. I, um, I, do you know, I've never been to Scotland. Never been to Scotland. So we uh, might as well tie it in with a game, eh? Well, why, what, what more than uh, coming to watch a uh, Kilmarnock game? And your mate Wayne said he's coming up in October, actually. Yeah, I think he um he wanted he you to sort him out, didn't he? Yeah, I was going to yeah, say. He yeah, he did. Yeah, I said I was going to sort him out and meet up with him. And, uh, shout out Wayne. And that. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to Wayne there. Uh, so was it Wayne Burrows? Yeah, Wayne uh, Burrows. Yeah, Wayne, do you know what Wayne does a lot for? Um, while, while we're on him, he, he does a lot for the uh, the club. He um he, he he's he's based in Telford and and helps uh, a lot of people in Telford get to the to the game. He, he arranges a coach every Saturday for yeah, the, for the games. Um, collects the money, makes sure everyone's back on safely afterwards, and um, brings everybody back. So yeah, yeah, Super. fair play. Big shout out there to Wayne. Well, Wayne, I'll so- certainly look after you uh, when you hit the Shire. There's only one team in Ayrshire. That's Kelly. Uh, <laughs> so we'll certainly look after you and, and treat you to uh, some decent football. Um, yeah, so really, that that's really about it. And I think I've quite enjoyed it being back after, um, what was the last one? First of May, wasn't it? We, uh, yeah, it was just that? after the Wigan game, wasn't it? After getting pumped by Wigan 3-0 and they went up as champions. Uh, so funnily enough, uh, Tom Bayless was lifting the trophy that day. Yeah, he was, yeah, Wigan. with the ground. And yeah. I've seen someone, Shrewsbury fan, saying, how would you like to lift it twice? Well, now he may be able to. Sheffield <laughs> Wednesday, last home game. Dunkley, went last-minute winner. Are we dreaming too much? Are we getting too much ahead of ourselves? Yeah, let's let's um, let's rein it in. <laughs> Kilmarnock, I'm thinking Kilmarnock top six this year. But expectations, I mean, the expectations are top half now for Shrewsbury. Expectations yeah, to Kilmarnock, again, top half, top six, decent cup run. Um, so far, so good. Signing's looking good. Three seasons in full swing now for both teams, just about, for Shrewsbury. And obviously full swing for Kilmarnock. Um, 
I think that's a wrap, really, isn't it? Yeah, we'll catch up soon. I'm going to a few of the, the pre-season games uh, yeah. over the next oh, couple of weeks. Weeks, uh, Telford and Burnley. So, yeah, yep, and, and I'm hoping to get down. Yeah. To, I'm hoping to get down to Forest Green in September. So, uh, for now, fans, listeners out there, spread the word. If you've enjoyed it, great. If you haven't, that's great as well. <laughs> Any feedback's <laughs> welcome. Uh, we, we don't read the bad feedback. We just read the good stuff. Only joking. I hope you've had a great time listening uh, or whenever you get to listen to it. Um, and yeah, just please share the, share the word. It's all Curly and Shrewsbury. Yeah? If you want to join us um, anytime during the season, just give us a message and we'll get you on. But for now, thanks. Take care. Keep safe. Lovely. Thanks. Cheers. See you later.